Alrighty. I currently have a depression den going on. It's a depression den. Okay. And not to say that I'm not depressed, but I'm also not not depressed. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I feel that. I actually like, feel the same. I'm not that depressed, but there's definitely like a little bit of gloom. Sorry. It's in not funny. Room. We're it's in the gloom fine. room. We a depression take- den for me is when I can't get myself to put my clothes away, when I just let things pile up. And it's just a daunting task where I can't even start it. And I just think about doing it, but I actually can't get myself to do it because I'm just so overwhelmed and it's just too much for me to do. And I don't have the motivation. So it becomes a depression. (laughs) I do think it's a mild depression. I think it's just being burnt out with work stuff and having no time to breathe really. But I'm not like super sad or anything. I think depression is honestly just such an interesting topic because I think that a lot of people do go through it in different phases, yeah. different stages, and different things can trigger depression. I feel like I'm a little bit depressed right now, but I'm not allowing myself. I'm not allowing myself to be depressed. That's yeah. Like you know, or I'm at like least trying not to yeah. because I feel like sometimes you can spiral. I'll be transparent with you guys. I lost my job recently. <laughs> yeah, that's a that and, will cause it. I think it was like something that I never thought I would go through ever and it's okay because startups fail and that's okay that's that's what happened here and you know I realized I can only control what I can control and so I just have to get back out there and start meeting people and applying for new jobs and finding something that's the right fit it is okay it can definitely be stressful but I feel like it's something that like definitely other people people can relate to that like it happens But I feel like the depression den I totally get because I feel like I have had laundry like on my bed or even like washing my hair, like doing the simple things that I used to like, I used to wash my hair every day because I loved it. Like simple things, Sometimes I will just like get into this lifestyle, aka right now, my room, and I'm like, how am I living like this? This is not healthy. And then anytime I clean it up, I always feel a million times better. So I think tonight I'm just going to suck it up and clean it up, Mm -hmm. even if it means staying up late. You know what helps me get out of my depressed mode? I find a really good playlist, as simple as it is. Yeah. Find a good playlist, make a list of things that I want to do, and slowly start to get through that list. Instead of letting myself getting overwhelmed, yeah. slowly make a list. Then I walk outside, <sighs> I go to Trader Joe's, I buy flowers. The flowers help. And you're like love setting the mood, flowers. setting the tone, or like get a good workout in. And I know that's so hard to do, even sometimes when you're depressed, it's hard to be like motivated to even I get I don't want to go get flowers. Like so getting out of yes, bed. I just want to lay and sleep. But yeah, You'll you just always have to feel force better. yourself. I think the cleaning helps for sure. I really need to just get rid of clothes. Like I'm just forcing myself this time around. I did one round last a couple months ago and it felt really good. But now I'm like, I'm trying on every single thing. Anything that I don't love, it's going. I'm going to either go to Crossroads and sell it or something or take it to Goodwill or donate it. But I feel like I just need to literally declutter and clear out space. Shit that I don't need because it just, I can't find things. I can't see what I need and it's just causing me chaos if you have a chaotic space to live in then your life is going to feel chaotic as well right so you got to have a clean tidy space to feel your life is clean and tidy at least for myself no there's literally a quote that's like your room is a a representation of your mental state or something and i'm like great because mine's a fucking mess then okay we all have the fucking chair annie suggested when we moved when we moved from chicago here she's like go through one drawer 
just then it's one not at a time. Just one. Yeah. Like it doesn't even have to be each day. It's just like when you're going through bathing suits, just try them all on. You're trying them all on anyway. Yeah. Just go through them. Yeah. Jeans. Great. Just go through them. <sighs> My issue one is like I, I have some things that I have only worn once or twice mm-hmm. and I might not love them, but there's like nothing really wrong with them. And I feel like almost like guilty. Yeah. I know what you mean. And it's like, it feels wasteful. And I'm like, okay, but what am I just going to hold on to it for like the one time I might wear them or the one time I can fit into them better? No, they're uncomfortable. I don't like they're them. Just Throw them out. Space. Yeah. It's not worth it. No. When I worked as a stylist, we would say that the one piece that you, you buy that's on sale and you never wear it that it actually ends up being one of the most expensive pieces in your wardrobe because you've never worn it. It's all about cost per wear. Think about the pair of shoes or jeans that you wore. It ends up being like the most expensive. So get rid of the things that you're not actually utilizing and wearing. I also feel like I want to just like redo my style. Get rid of things that are just like outdated, things I don't wear anymore. I'm very into like baggy stuff right now it's just what I'm more comfortable in so I'm like okay I don't really need anything super tight like some of the shit that I used to wear going out like I don't wear that (laughs) stuff anymore why do I have this fucking like mini skirt and like crop top I don't wear this think about the younger Nilu that's in LA that might want to wear that you know what I mean like no. you had it and you loved it at a certain point and oh. there's probably the younger Nilu that lives in LA yeah. that wants it now no and then it's like oh I might need it for this not one no. time You're no not. You took a photo I in it. don't need it so I'm taking everything to crossroads and then whatever doesn't sell I'm just saying goodwill you got some gems today we can have fun with it if you want to come out and give me a fashion show <laughs> and and we'll say yay or nay we we'll could do that. We could do, we could do we TikTok could do TikTok live. We, we haven't done a, TikTok lives in so we long. We could do a Carrie Bradshaw moment when you're, she's going oh to her God, closet. Oh my God, yes. Like, stay or go. We have not done TikTok lives no, in so long. I feel we like need nobody's doing TikTok it. lives anymore. Really? Yeah, because I feel like, I don't know. I used to really like the lives because I felt like it was a fun way to engagement with a bigger audience. But I think just my life seems so simple now. And the things I was sharing then were very different than the things I share now. I was watching videos from like a year ago and I'm like, what the fuck? I was such a different person. We're different people. Like even the way I talked was different. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck happened? When did I get so monotoned? (laughs) I also think that I, I never understood like as you got older, you were less and less on social media. But now that I'm 31, so now that I'm 31... I feel like I'm not on social media and I'm willing to keep my life more private. And it's like, yeah, I go to share something and I'm like, I actually don't want to share as that. you're on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. But personal, no, I'm kidding. Like, I know personal details that we used to share. were so like talking yeah. about shaving our badges, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Cause like, I guess for me, I still, I still want to be on social media. I yeah. know I'm like a little old for it now. Oh my God. Oh my that's God. So depressing. No, you're not. I am a little old for it though, but I think I, I still want to, but I think I just need to redirect what the content is. Yeah. So I feel like once I figure that out, it's not kind of crazy. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Like I'm in that weird phase where I want to create content, but I want it to align with, with who, who you I want am. to and be. I'm like, well, who the fuck am I? I don't know. It's just a weird transition. I feel of that. Like, I think I'm definitely evolving and growing because you you want to like still be in alignment with who you are. Yeah, I catch myself like, oh, I would love to post this, and then I'm like, that is so toxic, and now I'm trying. I to know, develop a healthy but the toxic is the comedy. That's the it is. yeah. That's it's like now. I want that to reflect my life in real time because that was a, per- a version of myself at one point, and so I want it to reflect yeah. a healthier style. 
I'm not here to give advice on anything dating, but you know, I'm here to give my opinion. So fucking how you know you're getting older, but yeah, I'm still hanging with the cool kids. I ordered my first book, like (laughs) my first fiction book at that. Oh, what book? What is it called? It ends with us, Colleen Hoover. Yeah, Colleen Hoover. I'm not a fiction. Is Colleen Hoover chuggy? I don't know. I think I saw somewhere online that people are embarrassed to have her books out. Everyone's reading them. I know. She's she's very, very, very popular. Or the seven husband, Evelyn. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, am I at the age where people are like just reading books for fun? Because I mean, I I guess that's the cool thing now. And I I don't I haven't got I haven't gotten into like fiction books, really. I haven't either. Because I I like the I need all the self-help shit first and enjoy and get entertainment. And I'm just in a psycho mode right now i'm with you on the self-help i feel like all the books are either business focused Mm -hmm. self-help like i'm trying to learn and grow still like and i like development i kind of put aside that takes priority for me right now than the fun ones or whatever it's okay to like to to breathe i know no it is it's healthy to breathe but i like you might choose working out you might you know yeah this this is just something that's very new and foreign to me and also, everyone made fun of me because I have all my books on my phone. Apparently, that's not yeah, lame. Like you, ugh, I do not like Kindle. On I like to have no, the like, hard copy book. I know, but I just if I have my self help book, I like to have it. I like to have the actual copy of the book on my phone so I can read it on the plane or when I'm walking on the treadmill and have access to it at all times. I just I stare at my phone all day long, so having a book is a little bit of a break from yeah staring at the screen as much. Yeah, and it's just, I don't know, something about the feeling of a book. Yeah, I just Um, love it. I love bookstores. I could just spend all day in a bookstore and get overwhelmed with how many books I would want to read. Oh, I kind of had a wild night last night. (laughs) What did you do? I was not planning on going out on Monday. And my friend texted me and was like, they were playing a show at this thing in Hollywood. It's called School Night. And basically, I think it's a more up-and-coming artist who will perform and so we went to go see him perform and there was like a few other artists and so we did that and then afterwards we just went to a few bars in hollywood that i've never i don't even know if i've heard of them before we didn't hit those on no not tour. on our crawl no they were like cool bars and it was so fun had yourself an evening i really did i thought i woke you up last night me and vanessa came back here I was, and i was so loud well i would come out here and tell you but i also I realized what a lightweight i was well you haven't really drank much i had two glasses of wine chloe and i was like wine gets me drunk really quickly same same which is kind of why i like they were probably like heavy glasses they were heavy pours i think because it was like a bar but i was like damn like airport airport pours when it's like all the way to the yeah and i was like getting ever poured a glass of wine before but like i'm not gonna complain and i was getting sleep my sleepy drunk kind of mode sleepy drunk nilu i haven't seen her i don't oh my god i was like this is why i can't drink no i was exhausted from puppy sitting all weekend oh yeah guys i am a puppy aunt i don't know if you know in chicago i did this for I feel like a handful of friends that would leave. I was like always the single fun aunt that was willing to watch anybody's dog. So my girlfriends are in Europe and they asked me to stay at their house. And I watched a five pound Yorkie for a weekend, which honestly was kind of fun. She's really bossy and demanding, but I love her. A little sassy dog. It was nice because I had like a girl's day there that was really calm and then i had a boy over in the evening and we had like a nice little date night hot tub sesh fun we love that that. the dog actually was very territorial though so that was kind of a (sighs) cock block the dogs are always cock blocks they are penelope was kind of the same way when i lived with my ex-boyfriend she would kind of like Like, don't sit there and watch yeah 
It's and she weird. would get like kind well, of like in a bad mood when we were like cuddling. Yeah, and like, we'd be like, "What the why fuck? Why are you not cuddling me?" She's yeah. like in his face, growl at me if I would even touch him. That's so weird. And I was like, and that was sleep between us. Yeah, I'm like, ma'am, you're a cock block, but I love you. So I was exhausted. So now you didn't wake me up. It was kind of nice just to have like a low key house evening. Weekend. Yeah, order John and Vinny's like. Those weekends, give me those anytime. Yeah. I'll take those. Speaking of dog sitting, I am back on Rover. So if anyone needs a dog <laughs> sitter, I don't know why. Well, I also dog sat this weekend for my coworker's dog, who's like literally the best dog ever, Goose. So the cute. sweetest dog, ideal dog. And I was like, you know what? It would be kind of nice to start dog sitting sometimes. And I used to dog sit in Columbus all the time. Like it was chaotic how many times I would dog sit. And so I made, I just reopened my account and put myself back out there, but I have not gotten any requests yet. It's Damn. kind of rude, it but I might rude. have to lower my rates. Maybe my rates are too high. You know, I, th- I thought about that when I was separate thought applying for jobs. I'm like, I haven't heard back from hardly any places that I've applied to. And I want to know why it's yeah. dude. It's so different when you're seeking for a job than when mm-hmm. the job finds you. Mm-hmm. Cause every, not a, oh, most of the jobs that I've had have found me. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. I mean, I have presented an opportunity of I'm looking for this and it has found me. It's also, I feel like when you're applying through like LinkedIn or like those, like it's so much harder to like connect. Like it's so much easier through like word of mouth or like someone introducing you, whatever. There's a company called Angels List because I prefer working for startup. I've said that before. And there's a company called Angels List that's all startups or, you know, seed funding, series A, B, C. And developmental you can pick how big you want it to be but it's so easy to connect with the recruiters through there and so Mm -hmm. I have had some interviews with some tech and SaaS companies that there's heavy interest in and so if anybody's looking for startups to work you plug your location and you can see all the startups and the positions available it was it's been a lot more helpful honestly I've heard back from more of those than like absolutely nothing from LinkedIn and really damn yeah but that's okay I spoke to a few recruiters and we're gonna figure it out I'm not gonna get discouraged no definitely don't get discouraged but I think that's where we all need to like realize that I mean like losing a job can really bruise your ego yeah especially when I'm like how do I have this much experience? How did I fail? And like you, failure is a scary thing in general. But you didn't fail necessarily. I also think the startup was like. But it feels like failure. I right? know. I know. Yeah. And it's like you never you never want to fail at anything. But you have to realize that sometimes failure projects you into the right, right direction. Place, yeah. And so I think it's just like accepting that like I didn't fail as a person. I might have like failed at this. And my judgment at picking this. Yeah. My job at yeah. The end of the day. Yeah. That's what I'm learning and taking away from it and my but gut, at my the same knew. time though you were so ready to leave what the other job you were at that that was. was like a good opportunity at the time for you to get out of that and transition whatever but I hear what you're saying I think it's just I knew who my identity in menswear like I felt like my job was who I am and it's not that ever the case your mm-hmm. job does not define you it doesn't define your success no but my job was me and yeah. that, was, that was my that was my identity. And so it's like figuring what my identity is now is like. I mean, it is because it is such a I think it's like a lot of people's identity because think about when you meet someone, it's the first thing people ask. And thing. it's like, 
Hi, where are you from? What What do do you do? do? And it's just, if you're not excited or proud of what you do, you just are avoiding Mm -hmm. that question or like you hate meeting new people because you don't want to deal with that question. I don't know. Because I think it's an easy way when like-minded people are at a party or at an event, you're like, you're probably in the same industry that I'm at. So we can connect and have conversation that's not like, what's your family like how many siblings do you have questions that that people don't really care about right right in the beginning they want to know like why are you interesting at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and sometimes that does that's your job yeah that's what you do day in and day out what what's your passion what drives you and so I think it's just it is a little daunting to be like well what do you do and I'm like I'm like, fun employee It's like right social now. anxiety when you're like going to be in those settings knowing yes. that's the question that people are going to ask. And even if you do have a job and you're not proud of it or you're just like, this isn't what I want to be doing, I feel like that can still be a question, question that people hate answering or don't want to be judged on or whatever mm-hmm. you're doing. But at the end of the day, you have to do whatever you need to do to make money and live. And that's just like part of life. And I feel like even if you're not doing exactly what you want to do, I never feel ashamed because I feel there is sometimes like shame around it if it's I don't know a job that's not your typical I don't know I think that's even hard in LA like yeah because I feel like people here are so sure of what they want to do and Mm -hmm. who they are and who they want to be and so if I'm coming in saying I actually don't know now what I want to do yeah that is hard and something that I need to internally figure out But also I can't force it because I don't know what I want to do. I want to do something different every single day of my life. Yeah. And right now I'm like, I want to create content. And I'm like, but I don't want to get ready. Oh, I want to do this, but I don't want to. And it's like, I need to get on my own way. But at the end of the day, I have to play around with multiple ideas to really figure out what. So if you don't know what you're doing or you don't know what you want to do, you're not alone. We're all still figuring it out. I feel like. And I feel like it's okay to like test things out and have a side project side hustle project a hobby that you are proud of so that you're like yeah this is what I do for a living but I also do this you know what I mean so that way it can build up your self-esteem or your confidence when you're in those social settings where you know people are going to ask about your job or whatever but have something else that you're passionate about or a hobby that you really like that you can talk more about I think if you're so focused on dating it is so challenging to have an adult hobby like now that I have pulled back on dating Mm -hmm. or going on dates or focusing on dating people I feel like I have more time to focus on other things that I'm actually really excited about. Yeah. And so I get when people are like, focus on yourself, focus on yourself, focus on doing things that you want to do, stop chasing because things will just happen naturally for you. And I feel like I'm getting to the point where I'm like, okay, once I figure out this job thing, I'm going to pick up some more adult hobbies because I'm really enjoying not having dating as a hobby hobby now (laughs) because it's so exhausting. I agree. It's good to do it in seasons. Do you have any do's or don'ts this week? Or anything that you discovered off social media that you're like, ooh, this is something that's in or out. Oh. Something that's in or out this week. Share with us. Well, I have a hot take. I think I'm over, (laughs) and I felt this way for a while, Zara. Okay. And I know you love Zara. (laughs) I love it because it's convenient. Okay. I just feel really strongly about- The quality sucks. The prices are too high for what it is. Everyone's wearing the same fucking thing. Unless you're going there for like a super basic, you just need like a little tank top or whatever. Okay, fine. But like, I'm over it. I'm over Zara. Yeah. I'm over their website. Nothing about it is interesting to me. So I would agree with you. Zara is just, it's convenient. It's quick. It's reliable if you want basics. I hate the shopping experience. I hate that 
I it's a mess. It's basically it's fast, fast food. <laughs> but it's better much better quality than a lot of the other retailers that I've ordered online. In my opinion. Not all of them. But like I've got things from Revolve okay. that have fallen apart, right? And then about, I've got yeah. stuff from Zara that's lasted for years. So I mean it yeah, is yeah, a yeah. mixed bag. But I also personally struggle shopping online because I want to try on everything. And for me to order $1,000 worth of product and send it back, I won't fucking return it. I know myself. And it's so bad. I need to get out of that habit. But I'm with you. Zara, I'm over it. I want to just try and go thrifting more and get more unique pieces. Because I realize that like... I feel the most confident and cool in myself when I have something that no one else is wearing or that people are like, oh, I love that piece. And I feel like those pieces always come from thrifting or random stores. Of course, like a secondhand. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that way when I had like any of my like designer pieces, like shoes or jackets. I'm like, yeah, these are cool when I wear it. I'm not wearing these as often, but they're a cool staple to have Mm -hmm. or cool piece to have in your wardrobe for a while. Oh, I'm on a non-toxic journey now. I'm finally on board. I don't know. Non-toxic in personality or in products? Well, we are working on non-toxic in relationships. Okay. That's something we've definitely been working on. I mean, I've been working on, and I feel like I've been doing a really great job of noticing those triggers, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But I think even in my body, I've been working out more consistently and taking care of my body. And now it's really a matter of like getting my eating under control because I do a lot of stress eating or emotional eating. And so it's understanding that not putting as much toxic things in my body that I'm eating and then also makeup. I mean, I know everybody's been on the journey for a while, but I'm like, ah, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And I'm like, damn, I really want to try new makeup. Mm-hmm. And I downloaded an app similar to the one that... Sure, I was saying. Similar, yeah, yeah. different. But the app that I found... Is it free It's or called no? Dirty, Dirty, Dirty Mind. Think Dirty. Think Dirty. I've heard of yes. it. Yeah. Oh my God, Where I was sick. it gives sick. you ratings. I was sick. When I saw the product, I put all my products in, everything was an eight. Yeah. Like even like way that I love. And I'm like, oh, an eight on my hair. I'm putting an eight on my hair. What's it out of 10? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So products that like I love, I'm just going to use like if they're an eight, I'm going to use them less. Like even moisturizers, cleansers, like things that you use every day that you don't realize. Yeah. I'm pretty, I have to try and be careful of that stuff but it's hard because it's in some of the names of products that aren't necessarily bad for you just sound crazy but they're like normal fine products but i'm like i don't fucking know what that is but then there's also products that are really bad for you and you're just like what the fuck is normal here like what is real and what is yeah yeah but it's like if i'm putting that on my skin every single day and i'm wondering why like oh okay that would make sense as to why i'm getting wrinkles faster or why i don't Mm -hmm. feel well or whatever so i just ordered quite a bit of makeup to Kind of get on it, just slowly introduce more clean products because I didn't realize how bad all the products that I use are. The one thing I'm like so weird about is tampons. Mm, like what kind yeah. of tampons I use. Like I won't what kind use, do you use. I needed, I think it's called Cora, but I don't know if the brand matters as much, but making sure it's like an organic cotton versus, I don't know, I feel like Tampax and all of those with like, yeah. who knows what the fuck is in there. They're not regulated at all. And that thing is literally sitting inside your body in the most absorbent part of your body. And also just like, I try not to wear a tampon if I don't need to, just because I feel like it's not the best to just She's have like, that. We might be bloody, we might be not. I was with <laughs> Jessica. Sister was telling me about these period underwears. I don't know if I'm there yet, but 
you just lead into the underwear and it absorbs it and you just hand wash them and honestly i'm kind of for it because there's certain days where i'm like so light that i don't really need anything yeah i'm not putting a tampon in there because then it's like dry pulling out (laughs) fuck no with like like, like, that's unnecessary no and it's just like i don't know the cups cups. yeah i would rather like like, origami yeah put it in my vagina sometimes i'm like i'm okay with like free flowing there is lola that i used for a little while i think that one's a good one it's subscription it's like organic cotton and it would come to your door like is it a tampon uh, yeah i'll Um, have to look it up i'm gonna google right now best tampons to use organic let me see if think dirty has it on here because i feel like that is the number one spot that your body is exposed to yeah chemicals right I'm like too scared to watch the the Netflix documentary about makeup and all like formaldehyde and all the brands that are underneath it. So, okay. So there's one that's always at Walgreens that's called, or, or it's called L, organic cotton. It's in like the cute clear. Oh yeah, that one that seems okay. Zero. Okay, so I've gotten those good. before. So what, and to- then there's, okay, so the brand is L, organic cotton tampons. Yep, and then the there's Rael, Rael, R-A-E-L. Okay. Does that one show up on your Tampax thing? is eight. I've told you, Tampax is the worst. I refuse to get them. Oh, all the spray tan, eight. Every spray tan. I believe that. I mean, it, think about it, what it I is. Been like it is changing your color of your skin. And I fucking do it twice a, twice a week. Yeah, no. Even like, okay, Dove body wash. Everybody knows Dove is like not that great. Dove was eight. Summer Fridays was like four and five. I was really concerned about sunscreen because I'm allergic to a lot of sunscreens and I have to I have to use like mineral baby sun bum is like really the only one. But I used to use this one called Kiss My Face from Whole Foods because mm-hmm. that one was so clean and it was like a 10 on here and I wanted to throw up. Because and it's like sometimes it'll look what? so clean yeah. and organic and I'm like, no, not at all. So check your products. Oh, NARS was eight. I don't want to see my foundation, Georgie or me. Yeah. Okay. I won't tell you that. No, I will, but... It might not be that bad. I feel like anything under a five... Oh, the Urban Decay Setting Spray, eight. I don't use it. It's good. Ordinary was a three, but there were some that were five. That Damn. wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. But I think, like... My foundation is a ten. No. hmm But it's like an OG foundation, isn't it? It's also, like, so like what's fucking Dior? expensive. My foundation's an eight, too. Like, my Dior foundation's an eight. I think, like, it's okay if you're using it on, like, special occasion. You're, like... Yeah, I don't You're not using it every day. day. But, like, for a BB cream Toxic or a CC cream... reproduction. Great. Yeah. It's wild. I mean, they have everything on here. Well, I guess that's a good app to know, and I feel like... I'm going to start going through my products and just seeing like what's good or not. I feel like some of the ingredients, it's probably one ingredient and it depends how often you use it. Yeah. How how much of that amount do you need to be using for it to like play that big of a role? But still on a another positive note, we had our first one drink in L.A. meetup at the beach. Yes, we did. And it turned out amazing. We had 50 some girls that showed up. It was such a cool dynamic of women. So we want to have more. We'd love it to make we'd love to make it a monthly meetup you know what else i was thinking would be a good idea for us to do is just posting once a week events happening in chicago events happening in la and maybe like i don't know if there's another city that people are pretty active in yeah but just once a week rounding up five events that are happening this week 
and just people can send them in or we can do our own research or whatever even if it's not our events but just events happen in the city people yeah yeah that's a great idea just being more of a resource for people and another reason why people would want to come to our instagram page is like oh they want to look and see like what events are going on like we have that resource but i think that's a great idea we really would love to do i mean i'd love if you would coach a pilates class and we could do that here in la or do that or do like a so far sounds group here i'm down an awesome i know a lot of people came over rod just me rod posted us on his story and i think we got a lot of new followers from that so if you guys are new welcome Welcome. hi we have facebook groups that just help women meet each other in different cities our biggest one is obviously going to be chicago i think there's like almost eighteen thousand people in that group now which is insane it's been like a year and a half since we started that maybe and we have about 20 different cities almost so we could potentially expand to other cities they're all private groups Mm -hmm. and all but one are female focused so there's a one drink and co-ed group but it's chicago specific i've seen a lot of guys that have been asking for a one drink and men but we would love again we'd love to do pilates is so far sounds maybe another beach meetup where we can do for guys and girls and mm-hmm. everybody can come mingle love to do that soon yeah so that's gonna be on facebook it's the one drink in friends there's one drink in la different cities so find that and then otherwise you can find us on instagram at one drink dot in and then our tiktok is at one drink in and hopefully we'll just start posting more about events that are happening ways that you guys can get connected with each other too definitely go back and catch up on some of our older episodes and we are going to be posting once a week here on our podcast and hopefully just daily on instagram and tiktok and everything so definitely go follow us and catch up and we'll talk to you guys next week see you soon bye don't forget to like and subscribe and leave us a review bye (laughs) yeah that's what i said